Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and relocates to our billionaire best friend's uh, hiding space for every movie, show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, that's, pr- that's basically it, uh, and rate us on whatever podcast app you uh, currently are using. Oh yeah, Twitter and Instagram, MCU underscore Rewind, probably should add that. Um, also... Let us know at mcurewind at gmail.com or on either of the social medias what you want to hear in a future scroll episode. We are only uh, about a month out from our next one, so drop us a line if you have any ideas, uh, or I could just make Al watch something he doesn't want to watch. Whatever. And with that, today's episode is uh, covering Luke Cage, Season 2, Episode 9, for Pete's sake. Dropped with the rest of the season on June twenty second, 2018. Yeah, and here's a quick rundown of what happens in that episode. Luke and Misty take Mariah, Tilda, and Luke's dad to an empty building owned by Rand Industries. With the downtime, Tilda explains that Nightshade has its non-poisonous uses, which explains why it gives him powers instead of killing him. You know, like radiation. Misty wants Mariah to go on record, saying Bushmaster burned down her house. Mariah wants immunity for selling guns in exchange for the information they can use to arrest to arrest Bushmaster. Misty doesn't like it, but Luke convinces her. Back at the police station, Misty gets her new boss to give Mariah immunity for the testimony. Tilda trades information with Luke. She wants to know everything that he knows about Mariah, and in exchange, Tilda will tell Luke everything she knows about how Bushmaster got his powers. Mariah tries to call Shades, but he doesn't pick up. This leads to a conversation between Mariah and Tilda. Mariah says Tilda's father, Howard, isn't her biological father. Mariah loved him, and he died the way she said, but Howard was gay. She also tells Tilda that she killed Cornell, but then says it was Luke Cage's fault anyway, which is weird. Anyway, Mariah finally tells Tilda that Uncle Pete would molest her, Mariah, when she was young, and and he is Tilda's biological father. Uh, we get some other info later on. Uh, Cornell killed Uncle Pete, and Mama Mabel had a heart attack when Tilda was three. After all this, Mariah says she doesn't love Tilda. Bushmaster goes into Tilda's shop looking for Nightshade, but there isn't any. In a fit of anger, Bushmaster ups the bounty to three million for each person. After a while, Detective Nandy Tyler finds Bushmaster at Harlem's Paradise and tells him where to find Mariah. Deputy Deputy Chief Ridley brings a SWAT team to Harlem's Paradise to arrest Bushmaster, but no one's there. Turns out they all went to find Mariah at the Rand facility. Luke goes outside to fight Bushmaster and wins that fight, third time's the charm. Meanwhile, some men uh, make it into the Rand building, so Misty and Mariah take them out. The police arrive and arrest Bushmaster and all of his men. Now that everyone is arrested for multiple attempted murder charges, Mariah's immunity deal isn't needed, so it's voided. But also, Mariah just, just left. She just walked out. Uh, there's still four episodes in the season, so Bushmaster escapes by blowing himself up. He goes to Tilda's shop to convince her to save his life, uh, but she doesn't have enough Nightshade, but then agrees to help him. Finally, Shades finds Mariah and shows her that he kidnapped a Nazi. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Right. That, was, that was a long, long uh, uh, overview of what happened in the episode, yeah. which I gotta say... Um, I don't remember that much happening until I read that and realize, oh yeah, that's right, a lot happened in the episode. I feel like a lot happened in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? Uh, I almost don't mention it anymore. The title is based off of Pete Rock and Seal Smooth's <laughs> song. Uh, for Pete's sake, this one from Mecca and the Souls Brother. Oh, uh, okay. Didn't uh, listen to it yet, so um, Al, who do you think Pete is in this episode? Uh, probably Uncle Pete. Oh, I didn't even think about Uncle Pete. Okay. Yep. I was I was going to mention that as soon as they mentioned Uncle Pete, I was like, oh yeah, that's the that's the title of the episode. Okay, that that makes sense. That's a that's a big thing there for uh, well Mariah's life in general, and well Tilda yeah. also, and a lot of horrible stuff involved there. And okay, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, we get my favorite quote. Always heard in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Magic is a shi- just science we don't understand yet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Your favorite. Yeah. yeah. Yep. A uh, little bit of a twist to it said in the episode, but it's basically the same line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can bring in whatever you want. I'm not going to give you a chance to do your Easter egg. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, in that case, I need to jump in right now because I'm yeah, sure you, you're probably I'm bringing like, this one up. I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to give you fair, fair chance. <laughs> you, you, you usually ask me. You usually yeah, ask. I That's know. why I, I was kind of waiting. I, Sorry. I'm, I need to <laughs> calm it down if I want you to screw up. <laughs> All right. Like, I'll give you well, this fair warning. <laughs> All right. Well, good, because I have one and only the one, and I don't want you to take it. Um, this uh, this counts. Um, now, we've said this before <laughs> on the podcast. With this counts. This no, counts. This counts finally. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, so we, we've said this before in the podcast, but uh, this is the first time I think that we've actually seen the name on the show. Uh, so Mariah says that when she was a kid, uh, people would call her Black Mariah because you know racists. Yep. Um, Black Mariah is her comic book name of the character. Yeah. Which I, I know we've. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say I know we've called it out in the show before, but I think this yeah. is the first time it's been yeah. said. On here, yeah. I think I called it out like when they introduced her. It's like, hey, this is a comic book thing. I forgot completely forgot that they actually called it. Out. <laughs> and oh. yeah, good thing I let you break in because that was my third, my last one. So, oh, thank God. Okay. All right. So you're going to break in now. I'm not. Gi- I'm not giving you chances anymore. <laughs> for for years, you've always just asked me first before jumping, and now you're like you you really want to watch Back to the Future. Don't I you? really want you to watch something that you don't want to watch. <laughs> that is. That happens all the time, Tony. Ugh, <laughs> oh, fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. Uh, so I, I wouldn't even consider this Easter egg, but it's a connection that we see the hammer tech again. Um, we also see the super uh, cut handcuffs that they put on Alyssa. They put on the Bushmaster as he's taken away at the end of this episode. And yeah, and then my last one was about Black Mariah. So yeah, yeah. that's our Fast Facts. Yeah, and quick reminder, uh, Alyssa was Jessica oh, Jones's Alyssa. mom. Yep. Yes, Alyssa Jones, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. So, yeah, reference, semi-reference to, to that show, season two of that. <laughs> I guess they would have put him in the raft, which he should have. Yeah, that probably was the eventual um, yeah. location. Mm-hmm. Probably, I guess, taking him to that same, maybe that same prison that Alyssa was being held in. Did that? Something happened yeah. there. She destroyed that or something, right? She that cell. She yeah, she destroyed the cell. Yeah, she broke okay. her. Yeah. yeah, I think when they put her in there, were, did they know she had superpowers? Yeah, <laughs> they knew like, she had. Yeah, they they knew that. Then they, they were just stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Let's move on to our heroes. Okay. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. Uh, Luke is uh, in the safe house, the Rand pharmaceutical thing, with mm-hmm. everybody he knows except for DW. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyone who will talk to him except for DW. Yeah, I mean, and some people who don't want to talk to him, like Mariah. So yeah, we got Mariah, Tilda, Luke, Misty, and Luke's dad, who I think I start calling James eventually in my notes because I was like, <laughs> he's a big part of this. I should probably know his name. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I just didn't look up his name. I, I honestly was not sure if he had a name, uh, so okay. I didn't even check. <laughs> well, at one point I start calling him James. I hope that's his name. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people here. What what do we want to start with? I mean, we'll start with Luke, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of course. So that's going to be... A lot of what we talk about. I mean, let's let's kind of start at the beginning. Um, in that Luke knows, or I, I don't remember who brings it up, but um, you know, they, they have a chance to get Mariah to at least give up Bushmaster, right? Mm-hmm. Like give a testimony, and then that gives them, you know, whatever legal ability to arrest him. Uh, yeah. he's for that idea, right? Misty's against it, uh, but he's, he, I mean. This is one of those, like, what's worse scenarios. Like, I guess right now it's better to get Bushmaster mm-hmm. off 
the streets, right? Get him arrested, him and all of the people he's paying, uh, because of at a minimum the amount of people he's killed already. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is cutting a deal is very is what the captain Rittenhauer wanted to do, and Misty was definitely against it at that point. And that's kind of Misty's character arc in this episode and through this season. It's her accepting that a little bit and be willing to make a deal with her just like to get the other evil off the streets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that's like, she's kind of slowly been making that change, uh, over time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do like the part when that, when they first get in, everybody has a completely idea, different idea of what to do. Mariah, <laughs> like he's trying to put it in mm-hmm. the pad and Mariah wants him to break down the wall, which is, stupid because it kind of shows where you are <laughs> uh, uh, yeah exactly yeah and it leaves the door open i guess yeah uh dad wants to get back to the church for his next sermon misty doesn't want to stay there at all because of how many uh, entry points there are um mm-hmm. yeah and then dad wants to pray what should they do <laughs> <laughs> well you know what at least that one's like the least um bad solution i guess yeah. um yeah I mean, I I just like I I understand Mariah or not Mariah uh, Misty's I understand Misty's thoughts like okay a lot of points of entry but also mm-hmm. what are the chances they're gonna find you now unfortunately they do because um oh. you know she yeah. leaves to say where they are but like if if that didn't happen no one would have found them yeah I mean yeah he's a hero of Harlem but at this point I don't think anybody knows that he's friends with Danny Rand billionaire yeah exactly yeah. Um, let's see. Luke has a heart to heart with his dad. Uh, I do like that, uh, his dad's, uh, Titanic analogy is just like his go-to 100% of the time. Because <laughs> probably since 1997, everyone has gotten that <laughs> reference. It's, it It was really popular. That's what, what made people like really like him. Because he, mm-hmm. he was relating to them, this, this movie that they all loved. And he never watched another movie again or never decided to use a different movie about it about right, like so, for whatever he wanted so we're saying his point is like uh make uh allow people to make room on the door for you which we know it's myth busted you've read that up before uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. we've got let's see this is uh nine or two, 2018 or 2016 who knows about timeline but it's been uh-huh. roughly 20 years since <laughs> No, wait, 90... Yeah, 20 years since that movie at this time. Okay. Al, what movie would be a good analogy he could so he can update this to teach <laughs> the same thing? Let people help you. Oh, okay. Let people help you. Um, Something that's come out I'm, between I'm, 1997 and 2018. And 2018. Okay. Um, let's see. I guess... That's not a Marvel movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, and I, I guess, uh, okay. Oh, it has to be one where someone, where one of the main characters essentially died because they wouldn't accept help. Right? Is mm-hmm. is basically the idea. Um, well, that go, there goes the first movie that came to my mind. So I'm going to get rid of that one. Uh, no, John Wick. Uh, um <laughs> also uh, that really seems like a pastor's or reverend or whatever his title is that's a pastor movie well i mean it's not real it's okay <laughs> to enjoy fiction <laughs> it's true <laughs> uh i don't know do, do you have any ideas are you no are, i should have thought of something no? before oh, okay. i posed this question but this question just came to me um <laughs> here, i'm looking at my wall of dvds so, um, yeah. this, okay, so this movie, um, okay. story, this story, uh, is, is definitely, ah, never mind. This def- story's older, so that one won't work. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but we talked about this recently, um, on an episode that will be out now by the time this episode drops. Okay. Um, uh, our Christmas episode, where we talked about, uh, the Christmas Carol, right? That's one where you, you need, nope, never mind. No one dies. Well, kind of. Uh, well, the whole point little, is... Little Timmy would have died. <laughs> Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Eh, I, don't, I don't know his name. I don't like that story. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, I can't think of any. I'm sure there are plenty, plenty of examples. None <laughs> I can think of. <laughs> well, there. Okay, so I have one example, but it doesn't work. Um, okay. Well, give because, it to us. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so spoilers, by the way, for this movie that came out. Oh God, what are we? Let's say three years ago, maybe, okay. maybe four years ago. Okay. Um, so Fast Nine, Fast and mm. Furious, the ninth Fast and Furious movie. Um, so that was a uh, at that movie point the storyline with the um, uh, what's his name uh, Dominic Toretto the uh, the um, Vin Diesel yeah Vin Diesel there we go yeah. the, the character is Dominic Toretto uh, yes. so Vin Diesel's character um, he like is basically in this mindset of like he'll sacrifice himself to save everyone uh, and he like locks a door so they can run and then he fights a bunch of people on the other side of the room and like falls into some vat of water or something. And he's okay. Drowning to his death. Um, but then of course he, he, he gets saved by someone. They like come in and and open the door, but it's, uh, you know, he should have just died there. I think as a character, uh, (laughs) that, that would have really changed things. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh but no, no, apparently like things have just come out about him like, well, obviously my character can't lose anything, any fights or anything. That's that's a whole separate conversation that I didn't want to bring up. But <laughs> if I feel like if he as an actor wasn't like so full of himself, we mm-hmm. would have had that story where the character dies then and there. And that would have made nine a an okay movie. It would have brought it up uh in quality, I think. I don't know. I've uh, to the to date. I've only seen the first four, so you can you watch up to number eight and then stop. I think, yeah. dude. If I've watched <laughs> four more Fast and Furious movies, I'm watching the other two or three that have come since. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did you buy me the Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've got yeah. two franchises. I've got that. <laughs> and I've got boxes of uh, Mission Impossible that my friend Dusty got me. Still haven't watched those. Oh, okay. <laughs> every those... once in a while, every <laughs> every time there's a new one, I think maybe I should watch the other ones, and still haven't <laughs> have it happen. I've seen them, and I always like I leave, and within like an hour, I've forgotten completely what I just watched. Like I, I remember <laughs> thinking, "Oh, I enjoyed that. That was that was a fun film." You talk to me like a couple hours later, I have no idea what happened at all. <laughs> Maybe that's the type of movie I need sometimes because I just think about movies all the time. Uh, but <laughs> I can't think of a good example for this. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what started this uh, tangent. Yeah, we can't think of any any movies that he should uh, that Luke's dad should update his his concept too. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll, we'll probably bring it up older movies pre 1997 or movies post 2018. So neither of them work, but both of them, the characters survive. I was thinking in the engines, last crusade, uh, which took place in, or was made in like 89. (laughs) And I know you haven't seen it or the dungeon dragons movie, uh, which came out last year. Or this year. Or no, last year when this drops. <laughs> I have to think about yeah. when this comes out. <laughs> In 2023, yes. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so I guess he, he stuck using the Titanic metaphor because there's no other good movies with that type of thing. I guess so. Yeah, not a single one exists. Yeah, he's been, he's been searching for years. He watches movies constantly. Yep. And he's not at the, at the church. Yeah, he is just... Movie, yep. Holly. What's what's the, the phrase? Buff. Film, yeah. Film movie buff. buff. There you go. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Yeah. So he kind of talks to uh Tilda a little bit about the nightshade and whatnot. But, uh, the Bushmasters and the Stylers arrive after. Well, we'll talk about how they found out, which you kind of mentioned earlier. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. I just like the connections between Luke and his dad. They both say sweet Christmas. <laughs> like, oh, he must have got that from his dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I'm, 
I'm sure this is a situation where like there's more things than Luke. Uh, Luke and his dad have more things in common than Luke would ever uh, agree to, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure in his mind is one. One is more than he wants to admit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he admits just moments later because Misty's just like um, he just wants Mariah. Would you put Mariah out there? Then kill Mariah. And Luke says, unfortunately, he was raised better than than that, <laughs> or than yeah. than Mariah was. And Mariah would have put him out the door first chance she got. Yeah, she agreed to that. She was like, yeah, I would totally be doing that if the situation was reversed. Mm-hmm. So, what do they throw out the window? <laughs> Uh, I forgot that, um, at first I thought it was a filing cabinet, but it could also be that vending machine. <laughs> it could have been that, it could have been a desk, like, I, I can't remember exactly, like, did it fall on something, like, land on a car or yeah, something, or just... It, what it reminded me was, is, um, first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was, they were getting cyber... Dine, cyber tech, uh, uh, cyber tech. One's, one's Terminator and one's <laughs> Shield. Uh, information, but it's uh, on uh, Deathlock, and I think it's uh, Ward or Coulson or someone says, "Get ready for a huge download," and they just throw <laughs> the filing cabinet because it's all hard files. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, Luke jumps out the window. We don't get a good shot, so it didn't count as a superhero ending. But he does for the third one-on-one against Bushmaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he learns from previously. He tries to pocket herb him, and it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked that. Like, uh, it's like, oh, no, you can't use this sand on me? I, we have no idea what that is. Is it? it I, it's like, some type of herb, it's... because the first time he did it, it like locked up his body. So it's not just That's right. that I've been calling That's it. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. You said that last time we talked about it too, and I completely forgot again. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It is something that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. They both go with weapons, a bat, and a big pipe. Uh. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate Bushmaster actually going for Luke's eye. I'm like, yes, that's what I've been saying the whole time. Yeah. Uh, he, he hasn't tried it, so maybe that's yeah. give it a shot. Like, uh, Luke also doesn't know the answer to that, and I'm sure he doesn't want to learn. No. Like, um, but I also he could just close his eye because I assume his eyes are bulletproof. His eyelids are bulletproof. I, I was wondering the same thing, but also like if Bushmaster has the time, he's gonna yeah, get that knife under the under the lid, right? Like it's not you, you don't have a lot of muscle on the eyelid there, so like yeah, it's easy enough to pry it open. I again. mean, the average person doesn't, but I'm gonna say. Al is currently closing his eyes and trying to open them with his hand. <laughs> I bet this looks really stupid. I can't yeah, it see does. it. Yeah, it does. I video um, <laughs> podcast. Um, I was going to say, we might not have that ability, but Luke Cage might have super eyelids. Also, Al, how did your experiment go? Uh, not well. No, I would have lost my eye. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you had super bulletproof, but not super strength eyelids. Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Bushmaster pulls his odd, says he will never stop if you uh, left him alive. But Luke leaves him alive anyway instead of snapping his neck, like what true superheroes do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Luke wouldn't have gotten away with it, too, right? Like, given what Bushmaster has done, like, yeah, it's just self-defense in that scenario. But uh, yeah. no, Luke Luke does have a conscience, right? He doesn't want to kill people. He's he also looked forward f- to Netflix and realized there's four more episodes. So. Exactly, yeah. He also knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised after the fight that Ridley doesn't say anything about his vigilanteism or anything. Because in season one, she was super against him. But I guess he did well enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I mean... I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is one of those, like, uh, I, uh, really thinking like, well, I, I got enough value out of this. I'm not going to say anything this time, but next time I will tell him, don't do that. Stop it. Just yep, stop it. Exactly. Yep. Spraying with a water bottle. No. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, and then, uh, Luke kind of, uh, reconciles with his dad dad says he's proud of him and 
wants to take him back to Georgia, but he's got stuff to do here in Harlem, like find Mariah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to bring up for Luke? Uh, no, you know, I, I really thought we were going to talk about Luke a lot longer. Uh, but no, I, for, I forget, like every character actually had a lot in this episode. So, uh, no, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got for him. Moving on to Misty. Uh, we talked about, okay. Candace, they bring up Candace a lot when they're talking about what Mariah did, all that stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I know I'm supposed to know who Candace is and probably have like a really, a lot of love (laughs) for Candace. Because they all do. I barely remember Candace. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I remember the basics, right? She... She had information on someone. I forgot who it was, right? Like she was, she was like gonna. She was supposed to be protected by. Uh, keep saying the wrong Misty. M name, uh, Misty. She was supposed to be protected by Misty, right? She, uh, Misty, even like, if I remember correctly, Misty stopped Candace from leaving town. She said, "No, I'll, I'll protect you. I'll make sure you're safe." Um, mm. And uh, like that, that sounds familiar. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then. Misty wasn't able to protect her. Um, I forget exactly uh, what happened. Um, she, like somehow they found. I, I just I just popped onto the wiki. Candace Miller okay. is a waitress who worked for Cottonmouth at Harlem's Paradise, who was used by Mariah Dillard to frame Luke Cage for Cottonmouth's murder. Eventually, mm-hmm. Miller felt guilt for her betrayal of Cage and went to Detective Misty Knights and exposed the truth, only to be assassinated by Shades. So yeah. Okay. So yep. Gotcha. So, like, I'm I'm looking at her, uh, her picture on the wiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't seem that familiar. <laughs> and I know she was, <laughs> she's literally in half the episodes of uh, of season one. Yeah, which it's been a while for us since we watched season one. Uh-huh. Um, and to be fair, to these pe- to the people who uh, watched the show as it was airing or as it dropped, it was two years between that. Like, everyone's like, remember Candace, what she did to Candace, 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 Candace. And, like, most of the people don't remember who Candace is. I guarantee that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do feel like th- these TV shows, you pretty much only had the audience of people who want to watch a lot of the MCU stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's you've, you've watched other Marvel stuff since then, right? Like, you've seen Luke Cage and other stuff since then. Uh, and so I feel like that just adds to the the story of what you have to remember. And then Candace is like, yeah, she she's not in the pile of things I'm going to remember about the show. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Misty remembers because she feels like she's responsible uh, that uh, Mariah is responsible for Rittenhauer's death and Candace's. So she doesn't want to make the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of we talked about this. She decided it was. It's for the greater good to Bushmaster is destroying Harlem when Mariah is more slowly chipping away at his soul. So I guess protect <laughs> one part first before the other part. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. Um I'm again, Ridley keeps surprising me. I did not think she'd be like, cool, uh, with the deal with Mariah. <laughs> yeah, well I I feel like this is one of those things that, um, like, I kind of had said it earlier, right? Like, okay, you have the clear and present danger of Bushmaster, uh, who is definitely doing stuff that for some reason they can't get enough evidence on him to arrest him. Uh, But they know it. They all know he's doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, uh, so she's like, well, we, we really... It, it's very important right now. In this moment, we need to get him out. So I guess deal with the devil, right? Like she's yeah. okay with it at that point. I I feel like also, especially once you become like that higher up in, like you're used to seeing more of these kinds of things mm-hmm. that you're like, all right, I guess I'm okay with it. Sure. Why not? I'll think about it for a lot less than I used to think about it back when I would only see one of these every couple of years. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. So yeah, so the DA agrees and Misty brings him back. Um so uh 
And this is more about all of my stuff is more about Ridley to, than Misty. <laughs> but uh, Ridley shares with Misty saying, uh, "You can't always stop the tide, but you can save as many people as possible." And mm-hmm. yeah, spoilers for the Marvels. Like Kamala has to learn this lesson. Cap loses helps the Infinity War lose the Infinity War because he's stubborn on this situation. So yeah, this is something mm-hmm. all heroes need to learn. Um, and I guess cops. <laughs> I guess, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone, right? If you're if you're in a situation where bad things happen and you're helping people, mm-hmm. then yeah, everyone could be in that situation where you're up against something that y- you can't you can't stop it, right? Like you yeah. can only do what you can do in in that moment like as a human you have limits yeah and that's something like tilda brings up i think when she was talking to uh uh luke's dad it was just like she was a uh doctor but she saw how many people she couldn't help so she just opened her own shop stop being a doctor don't help those few people i think those were her exact words screw those (laughs) few people who need help and just go out for business on my own yeah, well, think about it this way. You know, as a doctor, she could help, I don't know, what, five, six people a day. You know, let's let's round up, you know, good mm-hmm. days. Let's say 10. Just, you know, 10, yeah. uh, 365 uh, days a year. So you're at 3,600 people a year. 10 years, 36,000 people. You know, after a decade of being a, I mean, a doctor. That would be like, 100 years. That's not. But continue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 3,600. 3,600. No, 3,600. No, 3,600. Oh, you're right. I'm wrong. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so, you know, assuming a career of 40 years, I guess, uh, 3,612. So you're at like, I don't know, 150,000 people, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, that's not, yeah, she, yeah, that means she could only help 150,000 people. So, and that's, I why mean, do that? less than that because, uh, Five weeks of vacation a year, I'm sure. And oh, weekends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. And weekends. So if she can't help them, even during a normal year, uh, it's not worth it. Not yep. not worth it to help those people anyway. So yeah, she'll she'll open her, her shop. Yeah, open her shop, uh, help a few people with headaches, and uh, give one crazy man superpowers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. he, he already had the superpowers. Like, he just well, came to her for supplies. Mm-hmm. It is true. Uh Apparently, she's the only only apothecary in New York <laughs> or on Manhattan because he he, unlike Luke, is able to leave Manhattan or leave Harlem because he started in Brooklyn. Well, there's two more, but they don't call themselves apothecaries. Uh, so Bushmaster had no idea how to find them. They're both. There's one Walgreens and one CVS. Yes. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Not that we spoke about Misty much, but is there anything <laughs> else you have for Misty? <laughs> no, that's that's really it. Yeah, like she her her story was really towards the beginning, right? Of, yeah. Up until getting that immunity deal, and oh. after that, it was pretty much it. I do one thing I love to hear from Misty is after they're in their prayer circle, she she looks up and Mariah asks, "Was what's she looking for?" <laughs> and it's like, "I'm looking for a bolt of lightning because I just prayed with the devil." Like, okay, that was a good one. <laughs> that's yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That worked. It's one of those jokes that, like, every time I see it, I'm like, you know, that's if you try to make that joke in real life, you got like a 50 50 chance that anyone will even like call you out. They'll be like, oh, you're just looking weird. Okay, and then move on. And you don't yeah. get to make the joke because I've been yeah. in that situation before and it sucks. You just look really <laughs> weird and people just walk away from you slowly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it for the heroes. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll get back to it. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Tony, what's weird to be around, but still cool? You? That's right, abandoned buildings. Also ah. out, but abandoned yep. buildings specifically. We can't all go to an abandoned building whenever we feel like it. So for those of us who don't live near a mall, you'll want the latest <laughs> app from our friends at Power Apps, 
Abandoned City Sim, the app that lets you build an entire simulated city with abandoned buildings. You're probably wondering how this is any different from other Sim games like SimCity, The Sims, or Roller Coaster Tycoon. Well, this game is better because it removes the pesky people element. Imagine building a city with no parking garages, parking lots, valet parking, or bike lanes. With Abandoned City Sim, you can build whatever abandoned buildings your heart desires. And use promo code MCU Rewind to get the Rand Lab with every new account. Very nice. Yep. Everyone. Uh, I ask you. Yeah, uh, every uh, listener in America, at least, has a local abandoned building they can go to. So. That's true. Yeah, fine. Because uh, <laughs> of all the malls. Yep. Yep. Uh, can you, can you tell, like, I ask you this every so often, can you tell when I just have nothing to go off of for one of oh, these? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, great. Uh, <laughs> it's it's hard when I have to keep it to this this um, this ad theme. Mm. And uh, I'm sure you got the, the base part, but there's, like, one thing specific about it. I don't know if you figured it out yet. But I mean, we'll I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought I had figured it out like weeks ago and I told you and then I haven't you been s- looking for anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you said you said it's uh it's all ad it's a mobile phone app yeah. based. Yeah. Right. And the, yeah, that's that's the base part. There's one thing more specific about it. Um but uh I guess I don't have to do that. I can I can just leave it as as an yeah. app and that'll save me so much time. <laughs> yeah. You should continue with the hard thing. Anyway. Oh, okay. All right. I'll do that. <laughs> Let's move on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Bushmaster or Mariah? Uh, let's go with Mariah. We spent a lot more time with her in the episode. Yeah. Um, she's stubborn. She has a gangster mindset. She doesn't t- talk to the cops. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Until she's really scared. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you want to you want a lawyer around whenever that happens. Like that should be a good default. But yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, true, but they don't have a lawyer anymore. Uh, that's true. Yeah, she is broke. Bushmaster yep. took all her money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, she we already talked. She asks for immunity. Um. We get uh, this heart to heart with uh, yeah. I have it full, written out. James Lucas. This is why I started writing his real name. <laughs> uh, um, I I was gonna say I looked it up on IMDb. Yeah, it, it is James. But uh, yeah. yeah, if you didn't if you did uh, say it when we got to that point, I was gonna say it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. And they kind of commiserate about being terrible parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she takes this time to steal his phone. Uh, does James just not... I, we don't hear anything about it. So does James just never realize it? Or... <laughs> there's not a I mean, whole lot of suspects in the place for finding his phone. I Maybe. Maybe he just loses his phone. I don't know. He mm-hmm. could be the kind of person who doesn't like having a phone on him. Like, he has it as an... Like, it's as a necessity. necessity. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, like, he only uses it if he really cares. Like, maybe it's even off half the time, so he doesn't have to charge it as often mad people not <laughs> addicted to their screens what the heck's exactly, wrong with them right? <sighs> um do you think those uh, pictures on his phone were like just uh mike coulter's uh <laughs> <laughs> pictures from his teenage years oh god maybe yeah it's yeah. uh i would bet it's either that or uh that actor uh, those are his actual that like maybe that's his actual son or something. And he was like, oh, I know I'm going to oh, put no. pictures that of him. On definitely <laughs> Michael Coulter, the guy who plays Luke Cage. <laughs> OK, I honestly did not pay attention. Uh, so, OK, that's good to know. <laughs> then, yeah, it probably was was his real pictures. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tilda goes to confront her mother mm-hmm. about um, Mariah asked why she came back to Harlem. 
Uh, this is after Luke has kind of gotten the details, given her the details of everything she's done. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she, like, I guess at this point we can assume that Tilda knows everything Luke knows about Mariah up until this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get, like, huge family bombshell that, mm-hmm. as we know, we've already talked about, there is a flashback episode. It would have been nice to, well... I mean, I don't want to say it would have been nice to see this. It would have been more effective to see this than hear about it. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it was it was a very emotionally charged conversation yeah. at the time, so I feel like that. It I I think it it worked out well finding it mm-hmm. out here, and then later we'll see. Like I don't I don't think it was bad. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, we're only going to find out once, right? But there are two separate moments where this could be. Well, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, then again, unless you do it completely different. I don't know. Never mind. I don't. <laughs> no, I, I, you're losing confidence in yourself. But I think you're right. Yes. I think it's, um, yeah, seeing Tilda's reaction is what we want to see. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it will be, it would, I don't want to say it would be good. I don't want to see these terrible ha- things happen to anybody. It it would be a different type of effective to see it happen versus seeing Tilda's reaction to finding out it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you know I was right. It was a little more games and games of Throny than <laughs> we wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh. I mean, I, yeah. I, Mariah has had a tough life mm-hmm. and uh and yeah this is like just the small window into what we've seen right um or sorry we're we're seeing yeah. a small window into into what her her past was like and uh mm-hmm. yeah this is uh especially like when you think about it from tilda's perspective of like also learning that about her mom too right yeah. um granted the way that conversation ends with mariah telling tilda yeah, I, I just, I can't love you. That's, I, I, it's not in me. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was curious um, to look, like, I, I wanted to look up or thought about looking up if that's a normal thing about people in that situation. Decided not to look that up. I don't need to know, um, or I feel don't need like to, don't need to read about it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's complicated. I feel like uh-huh. yeah. it might be tr- true for some people and. Not true for others, and you're right. Uh, I'm sure there are studies about it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know. <laughs> it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it sucks, and it happens, and yeah, yeah. So I think we should move away from this conversation because we're tiptoeing very, very yeah. carefully. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how to talk about it. It's it's uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's let's go on to something else. Yes, yeah, uh, anything. Uh, the Stylers attack. Oh, um, okay, so much and, happier. Oh, thank it, God. And uh, Mariah gets the gun and starts blasting them away. <laughs> yeah. That At was one cool. point, almost aiming at Tilda. So, well, yeah. I mean, you, you, if well, you're well, going to shoot I, anything that moves, mm-hmm. I well, I was going to ask you. I felt like it was she was considering if she was going to shoot Tilda. Or was she just looking at Tilda as like, this is who I really am? I couldn't, oh, I, couldn't I thought read it was, that look. I thought it was the latter. Like, the, the, this is her showing Tilda, like, listen, I have no problem shooting people if they're going to kill me. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is who I am. Uh, like, I thought that's what it was. Like, she okay. just... I Also, I thought that her turning and pointing the gun at Tilda was, like, a flash second, like, you know, fraction of a second thinking, like, oh, could this be someone else with a gun? I need to turn. Oh, okay, no, it's just Tilda. That's eh, fine. She's not going to hurt me. I'll be okay. Just because this is a scripted television, I don't think it was like, oh, someone I could almost shoot. No. Oops, it's not her. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, it's it's meaningful. It's like, she already said she doesn't love Tilda. Uh But it's like, how little, because she's a reminder of a terrible, terrible thing that happened to her. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I think it crossed her mind. She could kill her and just be done with this. I mean, that's not how guilt and shame work, but that's something mm-hmm. that would go through her mind. Yeah. At a minimum, I'm sure at some point she maybe thought about it. Yeah. In her life. Uh, I don't know about in this episode, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, she's uh, she just leaves. Uh, 
because she knows that the deal is worthless because they got Bushmaster for blowing up Rand stuff and trying to kill everybody. Yeah, so I was going to bring that up. Is that that feels wrong? But like, like that feels morally wrong. But I would believe that actually happens. Like, I'm wondering if that happens. Like, like it. If I, like in this situation, right? So Mariah said, okay, I have this information. I will give it to you. I'm going to sign this immunity deal. Cool. We're all in agreement. We've all signed this thing. Now I'll tell you everything. Like what? Mm-hmm. I don't, I guess, I guess if the immunity deal is like, I don't know. Like this is something I'm I'm genuinely curious about. Like I if anyone out there. I don't know what your question is. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess my question is, can the police do that? Can the police just say, uh, we're choosing not to use any of the information that you told us. So now we're going to arrest you on this information that you told us. That feels. I don't think something. they can arrest her on the information they told her, but also oh, she's okay. no longer immune, and she has mm-hmm. committed crimes. Okay, what? Which crimes do they have information on? I mean, no, she she hasn't testified anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Like she has committed crimes that they would still need to prove, mm, but oh, she's no okay. longer immune for it. Yeah. Okay. So in this situation, the police know that she did like she sold Bushmaster guns, mm-hmm. uh, and she hasn't given uh, testimony. So may- maybe they can't use yeah. the little bit that she has told them. Yeah. Well, or maybe they can because that was I before mean, the signing. At, oh, as, no, of, okay. as of right now, it's hearsay because <laughs> there's no evidence. This is like. Okay. Right. Misty has known for X amount of days because we don't know how long time is, uh-huh. but X amount of days about this gun sale. But there's no proof right now. Mm. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right. That yeah. that one works out. All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. As soon as they said that the immunity deal was nullified, I thought something seems wrong. But okay. I guess I guess given the situation that you know everything went down like a half mm. hour after signing the papers, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or Misty just like literally threw away the paper. Oh, she never signed it. Must have got <laughs> lost in the shuffle of a gunfight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could have been it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Mariah gets caught, uh, picked up by Shades, who has a Nancy in the trunk. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey. Anything else for Misty? Uh, you mean Mariah? Oh, yes. That person too. <laughs> now, now you're doing it. We're, we're just it's DM I names. Am. We're mixing those up today. All right. Uh, yeah. No, that's yeah. I've got nothing else from Mariah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Bushmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he ups the bounty to for to three million dollars for both Stokes alive. This time. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically alive because he he knows he needs Tilda uh, at a yeah. minimum, right? Because he needs that nightshade, and then. Uh, he would Pro- like to get Mariah back, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, he probably wants Mariah for leverage <laughs> over Tilda. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, um, still, Luke Cage, one million. The hardest guy to kill, still one million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think to Bushmaster, getting rid of Luke Cage is a bonus, right? Because he's he's beaten him twice in fights, right? He, he doesn't think he can lose against Luke. But he also so it's- thinks he can't die. <laughs> Or he's very hard to kill, obviously. Uh, true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree with you. Uh, anyone trying to make money off of that, uh, off of you know, the bounty, should not at all try to make any of the money from, from Luke. No, just the yeah. others. Go go with them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's a bad return on investment there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Nandy... Uh, Tells her, tells them where they are. And the attack happens. Um, mm-hmm. We've already kind of recounted that twice with both uh-huh. Luke and uh, Mariah. Uh, but afterwards, we get him in the uh, paddy wagon. I don't know what you call that. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, that's why I didn't write anything down. Like, yeah, next week's episode, um, that's what Luke calls it. But like, yeah, yeah and the paddy wagon. Okay, that, that's. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. you say that word and everyone knows exactly what you mean. So. Exactly, but it also feels like it's <laughs> circa 1920. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're in the paddy wagon and he uh, shares a story. This scene of him talking about uh, uh, Nanny and the Maroons um, reminded me so much of the Samaritan story, the uh, I am the ill intent 
story that uh, Kingpin does when he's arrested because uh, it's uh-huh. almost exactly the same. I mean, the yeah. story is not the same, but the setting's the same in the way he's telling the story. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know any uh, anything about Nanny and of the Maroons? No, not not at all. Other than Nanny, Nanny, see here, yeah, uh, she is a real person, or she was a real person. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lived from 1686 to 1760, and she helped uh, Jamaican slaves escape from the British colonists and uh, pretty much led a guerrilla war living up in the Blue Mountains. And uh, uh, one of the things she would do is, like, most of her stuff is, like, through oral traditions uh, because there weren't, I mean, the former slaves weren't very educated, so they tell the story passing mm-hmm. down. But one of the things she's mostly known for is when she would capture British slave owners or military men, she would leave their heads on spikes to put them on notice. So that's a traditional Jamaican war thing, apparently, looking back at that, or the Maroons. Uh, This was called the first Maroon War. Apparently there were three Maroon Wars between this time and... I mean, they say next episode that they got their uh, independence in 1962... So I think slavery was over before that, but colonism wasn't colon <laughs> colonialism wasn't. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, maybe maybe a name, uh, but it could have been like I, I don't know. I don't know the history at all. Like yeah. I, I don't know how much of that was also like, yeah, but you also owe me stuff. So we're you can you can just work your debt off to me, and then you know never have to pay them. Like that could have happened to. Uh, yeah. Well, now I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. There, there were only two Probably. Maroon Wars. The first one oh, okay. was uh, 1728 to 1739, and the second one was 1795 to 1796. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, okay. I'm trying. I'm not going to try to Jamaican history because I will do it poorly and probably give bad information. Yeah, but, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather just not say anything wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Bushmaster opens his hands and has a little hammer bomb in it. Uh, first of all, uh, depending on what point of view you are, lucky it worked because it's hammer tech. All hammer mm-hmm. tech seems to work really well except for an Iron Man two. <laughs> well. Yeah, like that's that's part of it, right? Like, unfortunately, that's what yeah. happened in the movie. But like, yeah, part of the the movie in Iron Man Two was like making fun of this other company, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. Stark is is the super brilliant genius guy, uh, making all of the the good stuff. Uh, also, he hired the good people, the the better yeah. ones. Um, Doesn't hire and, super villains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Hammer is more of the just a business guy. Uh, so we we see the stupid decisions that he makes and all of that stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it makes sense that that tech is going to show uh, is going to work in other scenarios. Like otherwise, mm-hmm. they wouldn't still be in business. Why do you think <clears throat> Bushmaster wasn't searched? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's small enough, right? I guess <laughs> You're just clenching really hard. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was it like in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> in his shoe. I don't know. No, not to be uh make fun of his accent, but it's like they couldn't tell if he had something in his mouth. I mean, maybe, yeah. That <laughs> very well could have been it. So, yeah, they uh he blows up. <laughs> mhm. Yep. Blows up and we see him later at Tilda's shop just trying to get nightshade, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Bushmaster? Uh, no, not not too much else. There was he was uh really just a small part of this week's episode. Yeah. Right. How about uh guy in the chair? Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, let's see. I had some notes on Tilda and yeah. James, Luke's dad, but everything we've kind of said everything about them. I don't have anything else. Yeah, yeah, about the same. I'm looking at. I got a lot of stuff for Tilda, but I think we've talked about everything. 
Mm-hmm. All right, uh, moving on to 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of the credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 months older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I actually have something here. I could have brought it up earlier, but uh, I'll say it now. Um, so they want to arrest Bushmaster, but they don't have like, they don't have a crime to pin on him right now, right? Well, they do. Uh, well, like at, at the end of this episode, what I mean is earlier at the start of the episode, they didn't have anything specific. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's why they needed Mariah's yeah. confession or Mariah to say, yes, he tried to kill me. Yes, he tried to burn down my house. She didn't want to talk to the cops. So that's why they had to make the deal. OK, so Tilda's shop is all shot up, right? Like they couldn't yeah. link that to him in any way. Was no, not there. if not if Tilda wasn't going to tell her, and Tilda was following Mama's instructions that we don't tell the cops anything. Yeah, but Mariah was there. Mariah saw something. Well, I guess Bushmaster Missy? wasn't there himself. Sorry. Ah, God. <laughs> Misty, we both we we both flipped. Yeah, but, no. uh, saying the wrong person. Uh, yeah, so, Misty. Um, uh, yes, Misty was there. Right back on our old podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, the uh, the plot finders. God, I blanked yes. on our own name. Um, we watched The Magicians, uh, and I was mentioning way back then that they changed one of the characters' names because it was, let's see, um, they both started with an M. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, that's stupid. Who would ever get stuff confused? Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm going to look up the two characters' names. Oh, no, it was... No, it was Julie and Janet. My bad. And they change one of their characters' names to Margot. I'm just like, why? Mm. People can tell the characters' names regardless of the first letter. <laughs> nope, they made the right choice. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess they knew better than us. All right, yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. They've seen it happen before, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I guess you're right. Yeah, like... I guess Bushmaster wasn't there specifically. Mm-hmm. They didn't really see. They they know who it is, but they just they can't link it to him. Okay, all right, fine. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and they they arrested plenty of stylers in the past, probably. True. But until you yeah. get the boss, I mean, it's going to keep happening. Yeah, and I guess they're all scared of him, so none of them are going to mm-hmm. give him up. So okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Al. How are we going to rate the episode? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Well, Tony, how many um, lack of evidence crimes do you give this episode? How many lack of evidence crimes? Yeah, how many crimes okay. that are committed, but you can't be put away from for it because there's no evidence. Okay, well, I cannot recount all of these because I couldn't think of them. I'm going to give this episode. I'm going to give this episode a four. I, a lot of stuff happened. Um, we got a cool fight, uh, lots of action, and a lot of character work. Just characters talking to each other and like seeing the motivation. So, I mean, there's been better, but there's definitely been the worst. So, yeah, four. I'm giving it four. <laughs> Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, I I'm gonna go uh, lower. I'm gonna go about a three. Um, okay. I feel like the first part of the episode, the character work just it it made it felt like the episode was way longer than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I talked uh, a little bit before we sat down to record. Um, I I sat down, watched most of the episode. Uh, I had to step away for a while. So I didn't watch the the rest of it until the second day or the you know, the next day, and then that second day I thought, okay, I think I only have about ten minutes left, and uh, it was like half the episode. I had like twenty five minutes mm-hmm. left to watch, and I thought, well, this is this is bad. Uh, <laughs> it's not entertaining enough to to draw me in. But the end of the episode that was way more entertaining. We had some fight. We had uh, some more revelation stuff. Um, yeah, it was good. So I'm balancing it out at at a three. 
Uh, and those crimes uh, are okay. going to be jaywalking, obviously, uh, burglary, uh, and uh, um, speeding. We'll go okay. Yep, speed. All of those notoriously have no evidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you, well, you, no one has enough evidence on me to lock me up oh, for that. Oh, these are crimes you have committed that we now have com- yeah. uh, recordings of that there's no evidence. All right, cool. Well, I mean, All there's right. also a statute of limitations. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, join us next time as we cover Luke Cage, Season 1, Episode 10, The Main Ingredient. Remember to follow us Twitter, Instagram, and give us that five-star rating. As always, it's the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. For Pete's sake, I break an update. Wait, I radiate a dub plate and navigate the tunes I make. I fit like a slipper, so catch the big dipper. Vital signs are quicker, not the flatline picture. The Showtime original, official is a smooth criminal. I hit the cliches or the subliminal. With the sole technician to fill the prescription. In addition, listen close to the mission. The B-E-T-E-R-O-C-K resume with the root to root by Farage. No doubt the shout about it.